for wash that's deep clean. Sparkling clean, use deep cleaning Oxidol. Oxidol is deep cleaning. Deep cleaning. Deep cleaning. Oxidol's own Ma Perkins. All over America, the news is out, and everywhere there's a tremendous amount of talk and excitement about deep-cleaning Oxidol. Women are getting washes so wonderfully clean and white they can hardly believe it. They're discovering that deep-cleaning Oxidol reaches deep down into fabrics and gets out the gray dirt left enclosed by the leading wash day suds, the leading shortcut suds. Now, this fact was demonstrated to women recently, and I'd like you to hear from Mrs. John Rising of St. Bernard, Ohio, who attended the demonstration. Here's what she saw. In this washing demonstration, they used my clean clothes. Well, at least I thought they were clean, because I had just washed them with the leading suds, the way you're told to. Then they washed those clothes over again, this time with deep-cleaning Oxidol. You should have seen the dirty wash water come out of those clothes I thought were clean. That dirty wash water showed me Oxidol really can get out the gray dirt left in clothes by those leading shortcut studs. Thanks, Mrs. Rising. And ladies, here's something we'd like you to try. Next wash day, use deep-cleaning Oxidol and see for yourself how much dirt Oxidol can get out of your clothes. And even more surprising, look at the clothes themselves. When you use deep-cleaning Oxidol, your clothes look sparkling white and bright. Your clothes feel soft and fluffy. Your clothes smell sweet, too. Yes, your clothes look clean, feel clean, smell clean, because they are clean with deep-cleaning Oxidol. Yet, Oxidol is really safe. Deep-clean clothes stay brighter, new-looking longer. So don't wash clothes with suds that leave dirt in. Get clothes deep-clean, sparkling clean with deep-cleaning Oxidol. Oxidol is deep-cleaning, deep-cleaning, deep-cleaning. Ask your dealer for Oxidol today. And now, for Ma Perkins. Well, with every day, Ma finds that she must turn to the cousin. Practically everyone else has left her. Shuffle, Willie, Heavy. And no one suspects that all of Ma's heartache have been caused by the cousins. The cousins who eventually plan to take over the Perkins lumberyard from Ma herself. The latest development is Sylvester's successful swindle of Willie and Evie through some mining stock, which... But let's hear it for ourselves. It's about 10.15 in the morning now, and Willie is just getting home. Listen. It's me, Evie. Oh, Willie? I'll be right down, honey. Oh, Sylvester, there, you need it? You give him the money? Oh, hello, Willie. Did you see Sylvester? Did you close the deal? Yeah, I closed the deal, and here, you can put this among our souvenirs. Thank you. The account is now closed. What we got in our bank account is now precisely zero. Oh, we got the stock, Willie. Didn't you say you put over the deal? We give Sylvester the money, he sends it to his friend, the friend sends us the stock. 
We pay $2,000 for it. We sell it for $5,000. Profit. Yeah, until we get the profits, our bank account is precisely zero. You know, I feel kind of funny, Evie, taking practically every nickel we got in the world and buying stock with it right at the very minute that I'm out of a job. Yeah, but that's when we need the profits, Willie, when you're out of a job. Listen, Evie, it's been three weeks now since I quit at Mars, and not only don't I have a job, I don't even have a nibble. Don't you think it might... Willie Fitz, if you're suggesting that you should go crawling back to Ma Perkins like a little baby, I absolutely forbid it. Choose, Willie. That ain't what I was about to suggest in the least. I was about to suggest something entirely... Di- uh, anyway, what do you mean, choose? You've got to choose between going back to Ma and your own wife's feelings on the subject. I said I wasn't talking about going back to Ma's. Well, it might not be a bad idea. No, I wanted to ask you something else. Maybe, what? Well, maybe it might be better. Well, you've been wanting me to get a job for $55 a week. I, I don't seem to be able to find such a job. So maybe I ought to start something smaller, Evie, and build myself up to 55 a week. But you need a boy fresh out of school with no experience. We've got to start at the bottom. You've got experience, Willie. Cousin Ed was telling me there's no substitute for experience. But if nobody's willing to pay for it, what good is it? See, I don't know, Evie. I'm not used to worrying about money. I mean, ever since we got married, at least I've always had a job. I, I, I feel nervous. Oh, you just wait till those profits start rolling in. Buy it for two thousand dollars, sell it for five thousand dollars. <laughs> profit. Yeah, but what'll we do until the profits start coming in? I can't just lay around the house with my shoes off. You can't lay around the sofa. You got to take your shoes off. I'm not talking about laying down on the sofa. I'm talking about getting a job. Oh, what's the use? Listen, I- I'm going to give myself until the end of this week trying to find a job for fifty-five, and if nothing happens. I'll answer one of them ads in the Fort William paper where they pay 150 a month. I'll take anything. Now, that, 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 that's only sensible, Eddie. Well, I like Cousin Ed always says. Think big, be big. Okay, tell Cousin Ed I'm thinking very big. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking millions. And then kindly ask him when and how the millions start rolling in. Think big, be big. That, that, that's a lot of... That's silly. Oh, you're probably nervous, really, because you ain't found a job yet. Mm-hmm. Look, honey, we got weenies for lunch. Now, you love weenies. Would you like me to cook you a weenie right now to make you feel better? I ain't hungry. Well, maybe I will feel better. What time is it? 10.30. Oh, okay, make me a little lunch, Evie. Then I'll go over to Fort William and start looking around again. Maybe that's been my trouble. Maybe I've been too nervous. Weenies. <laughs> Don't forget the mustard. And the piccalilli, too. Now our scene changes. Willie's nervousness would be increased a hundredfold, or should I say two thousandfold, if he knew the truth. That the stock he's just bought is in a perfectly worthless company. That it's all a swindle on the part of Cousin Sylvester and Cousin Ed. Well, the two schemers have ducked out behind the lumberyard office and Sylvester is triumphantly showing his father what he... Well, listen. There, Popsy, freedom and wheat. The first time in my life I ever saw so many greenbacks in one bundle. Hey, suffering catfish. <laughs> All them tens and twenties. They like to choke a horse. <laughs> hey, the twenties to choke a horse, the tens to choke a pony. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I'll take charge of that there money, son Sylvester. What's that? You'll take charge of what, old boy? Yeah, keep their voice down. Sure. Cousin Maude, just on the other side of that there wall. You want Cousin Maude to hear what you're saying? Never mind about Cousin Ma. Anyhow, Cousin Ma's talking in the telephone. Still phoning all around the county to get a job for that poor sap Willie. <laughs> Knowing what a real sap he is, I wouldn't hire him for a dog catcher. But about this money, um, were you planning some nice special little use for it? By any chance, Potsy? We gotta put it in the bank, son Sylvester. This here's our nest egg against a rainy day. I happen to have other uses for this money, or at any rate, for part of it. Now I got me a bankroll, Potsy. Oh, now I can really romance little Miss Cousin Faye. <laughs> I'm gonna get me a white suit. You know, white linen. In, in fact, maybe I'll get me two white suits for when one's in a wash. You can get yourself five white suits. I want my share of the money. So hand it over right now. Please, kindly, if you don't mind, son Sylvester. Oh, wait, 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 wait. And how about your splitting part of the cost of romancing fame? I'm doing it as much for you, Popsy, as for anyone. What's that? Why, you ungrateful, ignorant nincompoop. It ain't me who gets to go dancing all night and having fun riding around automobiles. Anyhow, I'm the one who steered you on to Cousin Faye and her $50,000. Well, you're paying half of our operating expenses or no dice. I should pay for you to stay out all night having fun? You call that operating expenses? Cousin Sylvester? You out there someplace, Cousin Sylvester? There's more. She wants you. We'll discuss this on our way home to lunch, son Sylvester. And in the meantime, this cash stays right here in my pocket. Excuse me, Popsy. Come in, Cousin Ma. And that's another reason we ought to stick the money in the bank. Because by tomorrow, you won't have a pocket. That there money's going to burn a hole straight through it. Finders keepers, Popsy. Everything you pick up off the floor, you can keep. <laughs> Here I am, Cousin Ma, at your service. Oh, I didn't mean you to come in if you was busy, Cousin Sylvester. Tain't nothing that important. As Popsy says in his quaint way, Cousin Ma, I'm at your service to command. <laughs> I, I just uh, happened to be talking to Augustus Pendleton. I was calling him about something else. Uh, that's Banker Pendleton, you know. Uh-huh. And, and he asked me a question which, well, I ain't sure I understand it. Now, I, I'm not asking anything that ain't my business, Cousin Sylvester, but Banker Pendleton asked me, and, well, to make a long story short, you are a good friend of my Evie, and, and a friend of Willie, and there was that business of mining stock. And, uh, like you know, they... Well, I ain't seen Willie and Evie much lately... Anyhow, has either Willie or Evie said something to you about going into a new business? New business, Ma? No, I've, I've heard nothing about a new business. Well, you see, Banker Pendleton said something about Willie investing his savings. And that's what Banker Pendleton just asked me. Is Willie going into a new business? They... they they, they've said nothing to you about it. That's right, Ma. I've heard nothing about a new business. Oh, I do hope that Willie and Evie don't do nothing foolish with the money that they've saved. 
Nobody seems to be able to find a job for Willie. That money is all the cash they got in the world, and... Well, there's no reason for me to bother you with such things, Cousin Sylvester. If you say you know nothing about it, then you know nothing about it. Why, that's all right, Ma. I want you to come to me about the family problems. Consult me, because after all, it's the same family, Cousin Ma. After all, we're cousins, aren't we? Look around, Ma. The only ones you've got are us cousins. Ladies, if you have a really big wash to do each wash day, you'll especially welcome deep-cleaning Oxidol in a giant economy-sized package. For you'll find that this giant economy-sized Oxidol will do almost any family's wash for a whole month. Yes, just one giant economy-sized package of Oxidol can do a family's wash for a whole month. And what a wash you'll get with this deep-cleaning Oxidol. A wash so sparkling clean you can see it's clean, feel it's clean, even smell it's clean. So for a wash that's deep clean, sparkling clean, ask your dealer for deep cleaning Oxidol today in the giant economy-sized package that does most any family's wash for a whole month. And so Ma has to turn to Cousin Sylvester for information about her own beloved Willie and Eddie. Which, of course, is just what Sylvester wants. What's going to happen? Well, it's Sylvester and Faye and the birth of another romance tomorrow. But now this is Charlie Warren inviting you to listen again tomorrow to Oxidol's own Ma Perkins. Same time, same station. For a wash that's deep clean, sparkling clean, use deep cleaning Oxidol. Oxidol is deep cleaning. Deep cleaning. Deep cleaning.